0: Oh, that was such a good sound. back to the Party Pooper Podcast, episode 11, with Alethea and Phil. Hello. Do you know, do we know what the Party Pooper Podcast is yet?
1: Do we know what it is?
0: Yeah, if you had to describe it to someone in one or two sentences.
1: I would say, <laughs> um, a mishmash of... He's talking a lot, but not actually saying anything, and you talking about serious stuff that people should know when they're an adult.
0: (laughs) Okay, I like that. That's good. I heard on another podcast, um, actually the one that you sent to me.
1: Guide to the Unknown?
0: Yeah, Guide to the Unknown, and they've done like 200 something podcasts Mm -hmm, or whatever, mm -hmm. and they still say at the beginning of their... Or maybe they started doing this recently, I don't know, because I only just started recently listening to them, but they, at the beginning of their podcast, they just said, hey, by the way, in case you've never heard of us before, this is what our podcast is. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea, because you never know if someone's going to jump in Yeah. on episode whatever. Yeah. So hello to everybody. If it is your first time hearing us, then now you know. Thanks to <laughs> Alethea. Well. And uh, if you have been with us the whole journey, well, welcome back. And thanks for coming along for the ride. So today, uh, we're going to talk about a couple things. But first, I'll tell you what I've got. It's uh, a beer from Vancouver Island Brewing. It's a brand new one. I saw it on the shelf. It had a new sticker beside it. So it's the Tidal Series West Coast IPA. And um, yeah, it's good. And has got water
1: just water it's hot
0: yeah so this one's it's quite hoppy so if you're not super into ipas you wouldn't like this beer but if you do like ipas you want to just embrace the hop then this is a good beer for you nice as always it'll be on our instagram just look up party pooper podcast or check out the show notes for the link to the instagram and we also have um a podcast official playlist on spotify Every episode we pick songs and we put it on our on our party playlist. So you can check that out to search for Happy Boopers or the link in the show notes.
1: You're very organized.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh are we going to talk about what just happened?
1: Yeah, so I think this this would be a good topic like why Phil is so curmudgeon-y, <laughs> or how carmogenic. It's a very specific word.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I, I got this thrill out of this, like, just imagining the scenario in my mind. But I, Aletha thinks that I'm curmudgeony because of the way that I thought of it. Yeah, but well,
1: back story. So we So, there's, you know, we've got, like, a little lawn in the front and a little backyard. But the lawn part's kind of all open and attached for our housing. The backyards are, you know, divided up like you would normally have a backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, there's little kids playing outside. And Phil went to go and check it out in the back. And I said, no, 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 they're just in the front. <laughs> and so they're like making little kid sounds. And Phil's like, oh, they're playing. You mean screaming.
0: <laughs> making high-pitched squeal screams.
1: Okay, so like noises above the decibels that Phil thinks are acceptable. <laughs>
0: Getting into the range of high-pitched frequency that I can't even hear anymore because I'm losing my hearing. So one day, oh I won't even be able to hear that range of sound, and I'll be happy.
1: Goodness. <laughs> Anyways, so you, you thought it was funny because they were playing with a hose, and then you came up with this little mm-hmm. storyline in your head, and it it shocked me, but it made me laugh because I could totally... like I imagine this cartoon of you doing
0: it. I think, I think it would be funny like if it was a YouTube video... And somebody filmed it. I think everybody watching the video would think it's really funny, and I think the people involved would think it's very not funny. But yeah, I yes. would think it would be hilarious. But yeah, they were <laughs> they were just spritzing the hose to their kid, and like just you know not even really getting him, but like getting near him, and he was like freaking out and happy and whatever. And then I was thinking it'd be fun. I'm like, hey, they're playing with the hose <laughs> up front with the with this kid or whatever. I'm like, I should go get our hose. <laughs> and hook it up and then I could just pop out the front door and be like I'm playing too and put it on jet mode and just spray down the parents completely with my hose just laughing like a maniac and then at that point they might think I'm so insane that they wouldn't even retaliate they would just be like "We got to get out of here but uh or they would get super angry or I don't know but I just I feel like or could you
1: imagine if they were super into it
0: Oh, that would be even creepier.
1: <laughs> that would be really. Oh funny. no!
0: And then I would have to talk to them all the time. They would say hi to me on the street and wave at me, and maybe ask to come over. My God! Oh my God! Anyway,
1: just a taste of Phil's curmudgeonness.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I think if you had no inhibitions, that's the kind of thing that you would just do. You would just.
1: That seems like a very. Like what's the um. What's his name that's in uh, The Hangover?
0: Zach Galifianakis? Yeah,
1: that seems like a very Zach Galifianakis yeah, thing to do. It
0: is, because he, he does that kind of humor where like sometimes it's just like, is this even funny? It's kind of like, uh, it feels, you know, just like yeah, rude. It goes, from, or
1: it goes from being funny and laughing to like, okay, this is weird now.
0: Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. that's a very Gal- Zach Galifianakis joke. Zach, if you're listening, feel free to use it. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm sure we're right up in his top 10,000.
0: Yeah, I mean, according to our podcast statistics, we have about 21 listeners, which means like we have about 21 people that uh, either regularly listen or we'd have about 21 people that listen to each episode Mm. within the first 90 days of the episode being released. And so Zach could very well be one of those 20. I mean, 21 people is a lot of people. Yeah. He could definitely be one of those people. You know, we don't know what he's doing. He's probably at home in quarantine looking for cool podcasts to listen to.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> um,
1: all right. What a dreamer.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> do you have any corrections?
1: Uh no, I don't think so.
0: Wow. Two for two. I think I think this is a streak of two. I'm gonna have to go back and figure it out. But I think this is a two episode streak now. Interesting. Very good. Um, should I talk about should I just get the depressing stuff out of the way sure. right away? Sure. Um, so normally I talk about serious stuff that's depressing for Lethea, but in this case it's depressing stuff that's also depressing for me. I feel like it's I don't I don't like doing it. It's you know, So brace yourselves, because if it's depressing for me, then it's probably going to be depressing uh, for everyone. So last episode, I talked about uh, handling debt. I didn't go into too much detail. It was kind of more broad strokes, but uh, it was talking about dealing with debt. And this episode, I'm going to talk about um, how to organize yourself for long-term goals and figure out how much you need to be saving per month in order to accomplish those. So, again, I'm, I'm going to be doing this super big, broad strokes. I'm going to try not to take too much time. But there's a couple things you need to keep in mind, and those things are compounding interest, Um <laughs>
1: Sorry, I don't know if everybody caught that, but Memphis was drinking in the background. It was just too funny.
0: He gets thirsty whenever I talk about numbers, you know? Yeah. Uh, compound interest, um, average total market total stock market returns, and inflation. So I think everybody in the world's heard of like this whole 2% rule of thumb rule for uh, in inflation. Mm-hmm. You know what inflation is?
1: Let's tell our listeners.
0: Oh, okay. Inflation is basically um, the value of your money uh, for an average basket of goods. And so, like, what you can get for your dollar. Mm -hmm. And so, way, way back 100 years ago, you know, like, you would say, oh, a loaf of bread used to cost 5 cents.
1: Oh, like when I was little, I could get like Uh a bar, a bag of chips, and a Coke, or maybe it was like a bag of chips, a Coke, and then like candy or something for like a buck.
0: Right. And over time, as the years go on, those goods get a little bit more expensive, a little bit more expensive, and there's this cost creep. So um, all these goods start costing a little bit more and more. Mm -hmm. And there's like a tricky thing that the government has done, because the government calculates inflation, Uh, different governments do this, Um, but that basket of goods, that reference goods that they use to calculate inflation, they'll take the cost of all those goods and they'll measure them against what they used to cost. And they've done a tricky thing by reducing the number of things that they're looking at and they're also not factoring in um, in the same way that they used to uh, real estate costs. And so you could say sometimes that the actual published inflation costs, uh, inflation numbers don't always accurately reflect what we're actually feeling, which mm-hmm. is the increased cost of living in general, you know? But still, uh, so there used to be a, a, a rule of thumb that inflation is about 2% per year. And so that those things that you could buy for a buck over time, it's, they're gonna get 2% more expensive every year. And this rolls into compound interest because inflation is compounding as well. So all compound interest means is that let's say it costs a buck and then you add 2%. Well, 2% of a dollar is two cents, but then the following year, if that a dollar and two cents goes up by two, 2%, it's now using the higher amount to calculate that 2%. So this may be a bad example because that comes out to negligible cents or whatever but over time the 2% is being taken off of uh the larger and larger number it's accumulating like a snowball so every year it's growing a little bit more and that percentage because it's taking a percentage of a larger whole it's going to grow into a larger and larger amount so if you use 10% as an example then a dollar would turn into a dollar 10 and then the following year Ten percent of a dollar ten is eleven cents. So it's going up. The previous year went up by ten cents. Then the next year is going up by eleven cents because it's, it's going right. off of a larger number. So that's what compounding interest is. And then average total stock market returns. We just look at the total stock market and uh, the amount that you get back from your investment. Oh, Memphis was being bad. He was looking. Yeah, he,
1: he no, he was like scratching hardcore. Oh.
0: Our dog has very bad allergies. Yeah. Really bad. I'd be very careful.
1: Talk about compounding interest. <sighs> fucking compounding issues with poor Memphis.
0: Anybody else that has kids or their own fur baby will understand. But um, yeah, so uh, total stock and record stock market returns uh, means that, like, if you invested money in the in the stock market, just in general, like if you if you bought a little piece of every single stock, um how much would that increase year after year after year on average? And so in the past 50 to 100 years, it's actually been pretty good for stock market returns. And, you know, you get a pretty reasonable return for your investment. I believe overall for the U.S. stock market over the last 100 years, the average has been about 10% from an article I read, um, which is pretty high. But um, I actually was reading an article on Nerd Wallet.
1: Nerd wallet.
0: <laughs> yeah, they actually have really smart articles. And uh they were saying how moving forward we shouldn't anticipate to see those kind of gains. So when we're saving for stuff in the future and we're investing our money in the stock market, we should be aware that we can't can we shouldn't assume that we're gonna get the same type of returns as the stock market has been given. We should be more conservative with our outlook. So nobody has a crystal ball if like if I knew what the future average stock market returns would be, then I would be the next Warren Buffett. So nobody knows for sure, but professionals can make educated guesses. And the general consensus is that we can expect more conservative returns. And so if you're trying to forecast for the future, even though you can't ever be 100% sure, um, we should probably be using a number around 6% every year. So
1: Stupid question. Uh-huh. Who's Warren
0: Buffett you don't know who Warren Buffett is oh all right so no stupid no stupid <laughs> questions um, Warren Buffett is a prolific American investor mm-hmm. um, lots of people quote Warren Buffett on different things um, Warren Buffett's a big advocate of index in index funds
1: quote him like what
0: Well, like they quote things that he says, like he's, he's like the, No,
1: I meant like what?
0: Well, that like, for example, he said that if he, um, if, if he was going to have money saved for his family or something that he would like, after he passes, he would just want it to be put in uh, an index fund. Oh, okay. Um, and so that's how he would handle his personal uh, finances if he wasn't around. And he has, has a bunch of other quotes. I don't know them off the top of my head. I'm not Personally, I'm not a huge Warren Buffett fan, but he is a very famous American investor. He's one of the richest people in the world. He currently heads um, one of the largest uh, investment firms in the world. And he does have an actual fund that you can buy into, I believe. Okay. Um, but it's an actively traded fund. And yeah, if you just Google Warren Buffett, you'll see that you know but he is getting quite old and they are saying that you know he's not going to live forever and then they're wondering about anyway i'm getting off into a weird tangent but
1: <laughs> i was just following you cuz you seemed to really want to go down that road so I didn't want to derail you
0: how did i bring up Warren Buffett
1: uh you were talking about inflation uh huh and then
0: <laughs> the- oh i said if if i knew if, yeah if, if you knew yeah if if I'd, i would if i knew what future returns would be then yeah. i would be the next warren buffett exactly
1: yeah. so then i was like
0: okay. warren buffett's person? made a lot of smart calls when it comes to investing other people's money honest, and his own money in the stock market
1: i honestly thought for a second you were comparing yourself to some super famous country singer oh like older country dude. yeah warren
0: buffett could make a pretty yeah. good but I
1: think it's game. because I'm thinking of Jimmy Buffett. And I don't think he's a country singer, uh, but I just associate that with, maybe for related. some reason, a checked shirt and a little tie <laughs> on the cover of some album, you know, like old style hair. No,
0: Warren Buffett is very New York, uh, very Well, you don't know what a side Wall Street. is.
1: Maybe he's doing so well because he's a country singer on the side.
0: No, Warren Buffett definitely is not. all
1: about... And I can hear, like, a, a country song being called Inflation.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> no, if there is a country singer that sings about inflation, I'm, I'm interested. But I, I, I highly doubt it. Anyway. Okay. Um, right. So, so the problem is if you take $100 that you're saving and you just put it under your mattress – over time, that, that $100 is worth less money. Yeah, because be- it's
1: going to be covered full of mold <laughs> <laughs> or mite bite.
0: Well, yeah, depending on how you store it, I guess it could be physically degraded. But also, your $100 isn't going to have the same buying power because over time, money is worth less because your purchasing power goes down because of inflation, because the cost of goods goes right. up. And so one way to combat that is to put your money in, I mean, traditionally, it would be to put money in savings accounts, to buy GICs, to buy bonds, um, and get high-interest savings accounts, and also to use tax-sheltered accounts so you don't mm-hmm. have to pay taxes on on your savings growth. But right now, um, saving accounts are at an all-time low for the interest that you could get back by putting your money just in a pure savings account. Okay, um, But growth and um, the amount of growth you have and the risk that you're taking are more or less inversely proportionate. So by putting it in a savings account, you know your money is super safe, but you're also barely getting any money back for keeping it there. Conversely, if you make really risky investments, you could end up making a whole bunch of money, but Mm -hmm. you could also lose it all. And so that would be very bad, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This is probably the point where you want me to make a disclaimer.
1: <laughs> well,
0: so probably I, should. I'm not an accountant. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a personal uh, a personal finance consultant. I, I have no accreditations. <laughs> I'm just a, a regular Canadian dude. Well, maybe not regular, but I'm just a <laughs> fairly... Are you
1: saying you're irregular?
0: I'm definitely irregular. I'm not saying I'm like superior. I'm just saying I'm like, I'm an odd person
1: no was just making a poop joke
0: oh okay <laughs> even better <sighs> anyways I'm not a professional and you need to do your own uh, research before making any decisions for yourself I'm not advocating for any specific thing
1: he's very serious as he's saying this he had his hand on his hip while sitting down <laughs>
0: so. <laughs> right so um, just keep keep that in mind but as a if if you are my buddy and I was hanging out with you and trying to give you some advice, Mm -hmm. this is what I would tell, you know, my closest friend or confidant, which I guess is you, so. Oh. Um,
1: That's so nice.
0: (laughs) uh, So anyway, you want to, you obviously want to invest your money in some way so that you can keep up from inflation and also earn some money so that Mm -hmm. that compounding interest can work in your benefit because it's nice to be able to say, well... I need X amount of dollars so I just need to earn that money and save and and stack it up. Mm-hmm. But the reality is if by putting it away by investing it, you can have your money work for you a little bit as well to help. But that being said, it's proven that the number one factor in being able to reach your financial goals literally is just sticking to a regular schedule of actually saving money. Right. For real. Like just like put put the money away. If
1: you stick yeah. to a regular Schedule. You'll yeah. always be more successful than if you just haphazardly rely on your own uh, acting <laughs> of your own will and volition. I guess.
0: Yeah, you can't yeah. just willy nilly, you know, willy nilly throw some change in a piggy bank and hope that everything's going to be okay. You need right. to have. A, you need to have a. Plan. That was
1: my style. <laughs> like literally, I had piggy banks, but they weren't actual. You people. had
0: a physical piggy bank.
1: I still do. I have like. Three that are here in the house. Four that are here in the house that right now. That seems
0: like unoptimal to have four. Like, why aren't they consolidated?
1: Uh, Because. Are they different currencies? One of them I don't use at all. It's just like a souvenir from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, The other one was just at, at, like I was putting my extra change in there. Mm-hmm. And then I saw another one that was really cute and i wanted to get it so i thought okay well i could separate and put my so that you know if i needed money for the bus or whatever i would know all right like all my loonies and toonies are in this one and all my coin is in this one with bills because it you know
0: it so which better whatever what, what and is, then i
1: won one oh and that one i never really used either it was just because it was cute
0: so what was the uh cute one that you had to have like what is it
1: the cute one that I, have. oh, the the one that I actually bought.
0: Yeah, what what actually is it? Is it a pig?
1: It is a pig, and he's got a little, um, it's on the pier, and he's got a little gold crown.
0: <laughs> okay, we will take a picture of that.
1: And it's white. It's and super we'll, cute. And we'll
0: put it on the but Instagram. But
1: I have since emptied. <laughs> like, I just, you know, at one point, probably before we moved, and I was just like, let me go get all my coin counted. and Your little piggy little...
0: bank has lost a lot of weight? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah so well, also we use cash less and less, right?
1: yeah, that's true. I don't Definitely. know if we've
0: discussed this on the podcast. I know you and I have discussed um like the fluidity of a transaction mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. over time companies like Amazon and e e commerce and whatever have made it easier and easier to part ways with our money and to yeah, remove you, that you mentioned that mental connection mm-hmm. so. That's a good way to stick to your budget. Is pay cash, but then in COVID times, it's like a lot of people yeah. aren't taking cash, so yeah, it can be difficult. Anyways, so I'm not going to talk about investing in this episode, but if you are someone that's ready to start looking at investing, I'm totally going to sell myself out here. I use Wealth Simple Trade. It's not it it it's one of the two best options in Canada right now for uh, investing, um, mainly because it's completely free aside from their U.S. conversion uh, fee. Mm-hmm. But it's $0 for trades. Normally you have to, if you open up a trading account with a bank, you would have to say, oh, I want to buy this many stocks at this price or whatever. And the bank would say, great, we will buy that for you, but we're going to charge you 10 bucks, 15 bucks, or something. Right. And so it's like, if I only want to invest a hundred bucks, 15 bucks is a lot of money. (laughs) Like I'm already losing 15% of my money. Mm -hmm. So that sucks. Like for the person that's getting started, that sucks really hard. Um, Or for example, I had bought a specific uh, socially responsible index and I, I bought that uh, stock Mm -hmm. and I bought it for free Mm because of well, simple. But then I found out there was an even better one that had even better uh, profiles for, Responsible investing for the companies that were inside of it, and mm-hmm. I wanted to switch to the other one. So if I had been using a like a brokerage where I had to pay for every transaction, I would have to pay to sell the other one and then pay to buy the new one. But because I was using well simple Trade, I I sold it for free, and then I bought the other one for free. Like meaning I didn't have to pay any transaction right. fees at all. Right. I just it was zero dollars uh, for the actual administration cost. You know, cool. So that's awesome because you can it's a little bit more forgiving, you know, in case you make a mistake or whatever. So here's the self-promotion part. There's gonna be a link in our show notes. If you are interested in Wealth Simple Trade, which is different from the regular Wealth Simple Invest accounts, um, then check out the show notes. There's a link there. Uh if you sign up, you get 10 bucks and I get 10 bucks, which is pretty awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there's your there's the promotion. And for the next month. For every person you recommend, you get a chance to win five thousand bucks.
1: Oh, nice!
0: So if we, it's crazy odds. Like this is, it's like almost impossible that we would win. Yeah. But if we do win,
1: <sighs> see, why do you have to say that? <laughs> but if like, we, I know you don't believe in energies. Like we covered that, but
0: yeah. <sighs> but if <sighs> like we do it's win, vibes,
1: man, you gotta send the good vibes.
0: If we do win, then uh, we could make a really big donation to a charity, which would be super cool. Yeah,
1: that would be, oh my God, that would be amazing.
0: Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. So um, who knows? Yeah, let's put out the positive vibes and we'll see. Anyway, so this is what you need to know. Here's the brass tacks. Now we've covered what inflation is, stock market returns, and to be more conservative in the future, and what compounding interest is. Um what you need to think about for the future for big stuff, like I want to buy a house. I want to retire. I want to save up for a wedding or a huge trip or whatever. You need to just think about if it's in the, if it's in the short term, like less than five years, like you say, I want to get married in the next five years, or I want to buy a house or something, then you should not be investing your money in the stock market because the stock market goes up and down. And oftentimes you know, it's it's very unpredictable. If it was predictable, then we would all be Warren Buffett, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if you need to buy a house or you need to have that money relatively soon, then you shouldn't be investing in the stock market. And I know that hurts so hard because like we said, inflation keeps on rolling and invest uh, savings accounts aren't really paying a, a lot of interest. But the reality is you need to make a conservative investment and have that money ready when you're ready, when you're ready to If the stock market takes a huge dip, you don't want to have to wait on buying your house or getting married because you got to wait for the market to rebound, you know? So as much as it hurts, you got to keep that money close, keep it in the savings account and keep it boring. Um, But there are things you can do. And the best thing is to use a TFSA high interest savings account, which admittedly doesn't pay a lot of money right now, but you can shop around for the best interest rate and keep your money there and just Google TFSA, high interest savings account, best interest rate in Canada, whatever. If you need help, just send me an email and I will recommend something to you and you can check out your options on your I own. have to send you an email? Not you. like Everybody is <laughs> listening. Just yanking your you shit. can ask me. I'll definitely help you. Although
1: I'm not surprised if you do, would tell me to send you an email. Yeah. That would fall right in line with Philism <laughs> right there.
0: Well, if you do send me an email, help me to stay organized. And yes, anyway, I out. Whatever. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: I want to know where this term brass tacks came from.
0: Brass tax? Are you looking it up?
1: No. I was looking something else up because it was bugging me. And then, and I thought maybe you would know.
0: Oh, I'm. The origin of brass tacks. It tax. seems like something I would know, but I, I feel like I looked it up before, but mm-hmm. I just totally forgot now. Um, if
1: you had to make up.
0: It's probably related to bullet casings. You think? Yeah. All, all bullet casings are made out of brass because uh-huh. they're non-magnetic and they're a softer metal than the the steel that the gun is usually made out of. Um, and so when you think of like the Wild West and stuff, a brass tax, like... Oh, I thought... Maybe it means like it's related to a bullet and it's related to like it's come down to this. Like I've got a, a gun pointed at your head. It's oh, come, like, this is the, the that's final. Interesting. That's interesting. That's what I would guess.
1: I would have guessed it had to do with, like, tacks, like, actual tacks that mm. you use to push pin memos into something. And, like, the brass ones tend to be really sturdy. And, mm-hmm. like, basically the same thing. It would be saying get down to brass tacks is get down to the, what's the big purpose, what's the big point, <laughs> you know?
0: Okay, well, when while I explain the next point look it up
1: okay but also i got to talk about this jimmy buffett thing because this is i was just in the middle of my thing yeah yeah. go ahead after i'm saying after
0: so if you need the money soon which is approximately less than three to five years away you should really consider not investing your money unless you have wiggle room on on when you can use the money like if you're willing to be flexible and wait for the stock market to rebound fine but just be aware that it's possible so then the other thing you have to think about is for really long-term goals. Like if, um, if you want to retire, for example, that's a super long-term goal. And let's say you want to buy a house in the future, um, but like way long-term, you need to think about a couple things. So one is, yeah, you can take tons of risk depending on how much time you have. So if it's 20, 30 years away, then you're able to take a lot more risk with your investments because you can ride it out over the long term. And also you need to think about inflation. So for example, just as a practical example, I want to retire, I want to buy a sailboat and I want to sail around the world. But the thing is I'm looking at sailboats right now and even if there's a sailboat right now, that's $600,000, I need to think about the fact that in 20 years, it's not going to cost $600,000. I can't just say I need $600,000 in 20 years. I need to say what amount of money am I going to need to buy something that's $600, ne- $600,000 now in 20 years. So I had to go to an inflation calculator and they're actually estimating 2.5% over the next 20 years, which I didn't even expect. Mm-hmm. So hopefully inflation's less than that. And, and inflation actually chills out a little bit to help our <laughs> dollars go further. Yeah. Um, because I'll actually need like maybe $900,000 or $1.3 million, depending on what kind of boat I want based on inflation in the future, because mm-hmm. in the future I'll actually need more money. So I need to set my target as the adjusted target for with inflation for the future. Cause I got to think in future dollars. And then I got to think about the average stock market return because I'm going to be investing in the stock market. And that's going to be about 6%, which is conservative. And then With that, I'm going to use a compound interest calculator, which I'm going to post the link for from the Ontario Securities Commission, and you just go in there and you plug in your numbers. You uh, basically just plug in how much you're going to put in per month, the interest rate, which I'm setting at 6%, how often the compound, which is going to be monthly, and then you put uh, the number of years that you're going to be doing that, like Mm -hmm. how much you're going to be putting per month and over what Amount of years, and then you press calculate, and then you can see how, see how much money that comes out to. You. Right, and um, you have to realize that that amount of money you can uh, you can adjust it based on what your goal is. So, if I said, "Oh, I need to save," I'm going to save a thousand dollars a month for the next twenty years mm-hmm. at this interest rate. How is that going to turn out? And then I realize, oh, like that's not going to work out. Like that's not going to meet my inflation adjusted goal of what I want to do. So then the options that you have are either save more money or save for longer. So you can actually play with the sliders on there and see like what would happen if you, you, you postponed a couple of years, mm-hmm. which makes a huge difference. And, or if you saved a little bit more per month and that really, really, really helps in motivating your present self because right now, if I say to Alethea, Hey, like we need to save $2,000 a month. You're going to be like, why are (laughs) we going to like, we need stuff now. Why would we do that? Like, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. Like, but if you have a goal in your mind of something that you want to accomplish and then you can see the math for, or at least visually see that in order to do that, you need to save X amount of dollars per month now. Yeah, yeah, It helps like crystallize your focus and, keep you motivated and give you the reason why you're putting that money away every month. Mm-hmm. Cause if you don't have that clear focus on like why you're saving now for the future, then you're not going to save now. Right. You're just gonna think about your now needs. Right. You know? So that's my best advice. Think about, you know, the long run, the short run, go and do the math on how much you need to save per month. Be conservative about how much you can expect to make in the stock market We're not talking about investing this episode. I'll talk about that next episode on how you can actually do that. Um, And that's pretty much it. I hope this made sense. If it didn't make sense, send me an email and give me some feedback because I want to be better at explaining things. So Alicia.
1: Yeah. My eyes are slightly glossed over, but yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. I think, I mean, I got it. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, like, I could never explain stuff like that.
0: Well, I'm just trying to give people something to think about. Yeah. But for me, my my personal goal is about $1,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And I think that's realistic after I get my shit together a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, will that meet every goal that I have? No. But I'm working on it. And I'm, I, I'm probably going to save this for another episode, but... I was thinking more and more about how, uh, millennials specifically are, are really doing this whole side hustle game. You know, everybody's got a side hustle now because mm-hmm. that's, those are the things that are in your control. you like, you can say, oh, uh, like when, when everybody did their budgets, they could say, oh, I have all this money I need to spend on all these things. Well, you can either lower your expenses, but you can only do that to a point. Yeah. Yeah. Then at some point you got to say, well, I do have all these expenses where I, I really need these things or whatever. Then the other thing you can do is make more money. But how do you make more money? Like you can only, maybe you can only do so many hours at your current job right, or right. whatever. So then people are looking at doing side hustles to bring in some additional income. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a way that you can help because once you do the math and you see like, Oh, Hey, if I'm in an extra 250 bucks a month.
1: Yeah. Which it's might finding that, you know, side hustle, that's legal. Like because there's legal. Of, well, because there's a lot of ads right now everywhere for people to do online jobs, and they look pretty sketchy. Some of them.
0: Oh, you're talking about like weird scam stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. For sure, because and if that's
1: become a side hustle of certain individuals out there. <laughs> no, it's true, right? They, yeah, they sell you this business, which really isn't anything that you absolutely need. It's just you know, a convincing. Mm-hmm. Message that they, you know, they can help you to get rich, type of thing. Oh uh, yeah, like I've a seen lot a lot of
0: people, YouTube ads. about Yeah, that kind of or stuff.
1: even like how to improve your account and get extra followers and stuff. And there's stuff out there that's free that you don't have to pay that for. So, and yeah. I don't, I, I don't mean to kind of like shit on somebody's uh,
0: business, business
1: or whatever. But it's just some, some people aren't in it for the right reason and. I don't know just, just just bugs me that people get taken advantage of like that, yeah
0: I'm gonna talk about this on a future episode, but I'm gonna talk about like hobbies and stuff and side hustles mm-hmm. um like that's one of the reasons why I want to do this podcast because even though in all likelihood we won't ever make any m- money from this podcast, but it might and <laughs> just
1: had to send that dark bird out there no
0: but it <laughs> but it but it might and and that's what. That's what I'm all about oh now. Like boy. I'm trying to think what kind of hobbies can I have that might either earn money or save me money. So like next, I've been getting into gardening and next year, next spring, I want to go in a big way growing vegetables and stuff at home mm-hmm. so that we can like save money by doing that, but also have pleasure in that hobby. Yeah, you know?
1: for sure.
0: Instead of just playing video games all the time. So,
1: so did you want to know what brass yes. tacks was?
0: Oh, I, I Definitely want to know. I want to know the okay. Jimmy Buffett thing. I want to know brass tacks.
1: Okay. So um, this is the Wiktionary, I must say. Okay. I must uh, state. Disclaimer. Um, it, yeah. So it says etymology unknown, but there's three different theories that they, lift, that they list here. So one theory is that it comes from the brass tacks in the counter of a hardware store or draper's shop used to measure cloth in precise units. Instead of like holding out the ends and trying to stretch it, and you know, to get it to like one yard. Mm-hmm. Another possibility is nineteenth-century American practice of using brass tacks to spell out the initials of the deceased on the top of their coffin. In brass. Yeah. Okay. That's really like very. That has a very um, good air of finality in it. Like that yeah. theory. I yeah. Find. Yeah. Um. And another theory is that the phrase arose from the practice of adorning one's gun stock with brass tacks, because that was like a common practice in the early American West. Um, they said they used it because it c- could be easily polished and didn't rust. Mm-hmm. And according to author Stanley Bessel, brass tacks hammered onto the stock of the rifle marked the tally of the mountain man's victims. Brass tacks. Oh, that's horrible.
0: It was like a kill counter? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know.
1: No, but I think that's also, like, referring to people that lived in the mountains, so that's referring to maybe... Okay, that's one uh, like, that's
0: one example. We don't know if you're speculating now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't... I'll stick with the... There was a car.
0: lot of dark things that happened in the last...
1: Jesus. Well, I,
0: I wanted to say several hundred years, but we know in the entire history of, of man... Yeah. I mean, horrible things... I know. Happened. I just wasn't
1: expecting to go there. That was like you managed to infiltrate my <laughs> my thought somehow. Your your vibes that you've been putting out there just infiltrated and oh. yeah.
0: Well, if you go into history, it's going to be dark,
1: obviously. And what I was just going to say about Jimmy Buffett, I was like, oh, this is interesting. He's got some pretty interesting name songs in here, like "It's Five O'clock Somewhere." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Cheeseburger in Paradise, <laughs> Margaritaville, yeah. A Pirate Looks at 40. Okay. Why don't we get drunk?
0: He sounds like an alcoholic.
1: <laughs> and pencil-thin mustache. I don't know. I don't know anything about this dude. Creepy this is, alcoholic. This is really funny. So now I'm like, I'm going to have to go check some, some of these.
0: Okay, but did you look up Warren Buffett?
1: Well, I am looking up Warren Buffett. I'm going to write songwriter, but I don't I don't think that's a thing.
0: No, not songwriter.
1: Oh, wait a second. Warren Buffett country singer is a thing. <gasps> and it brings up what? Jimmy Buffett. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's because I'm not the only person out there that's mixing. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. These two up. And they are definitely not family, it says. Oh, my oh okay.
0: <laughs> that's reassured.
1: That's so funny. There's even an article on how they took a 23me DNA test.
0: What? Like they both did?
1: Yeah, according to CNBC.com. That's oh, so funny. Just
0: to prove that they weren't related? Yeah. That's funny. That's hilarious. I wouldn't think that Warren Buffett would do that, but that's cool that he did. Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, according, according to this, allegedly, allegedly.
1: Yeah, allegedly.
0: Um, that's yeah. a good that's a good uh, tangent to our song song picks.
1: It's a tangent to our song picks. Song picks.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's a good segue into what oh, our song picks. Okay, today I thought are. you
1: meant it like when you go on a tangent about something.
0: I, I'm I think I said that all wrong, but it's related <laughs> to the it's related to music and music. Sorry, I didn't mean you were trying now. to cover that. Now, scooping when I'm pooping.
1: All right, uh, what's yours again?
0: Uh, it is by NF. Right, right, right. And the song's called "When I Grow Up."
1: Yeah. I really like Good it because
0: choice. he's a rapper that um he's saying right in the lyrics. He wants to pay his bills. He's got an estate plan. He's got a will laid out for his family. He's got everything planned out. It's very responsible. It's a very responsible rap song. I, I like it a lot.
1: Wow, mine has nothing to do with it. he's talking
0: about buying real estate. He's talking about, you know, being a responsible adult, you know. It's the uh, it's good it's good stuff it's most responsible rap song you'll over here
1: (laughs) oh man now i don't now i'm kind of like regretting mine because it doesn't have anything to do with that really come on tell us what your song is i just wanted a good
0: yeah just
1: i just wanted a good beat yeah it's uh come down by anderson pock
0: And Olethe actually I
1: said that funny because there was a whole thing about it before. She
0: actually looked up how to pronounce that name for everyone here. So that we would have that.
1: It sounded like the video I clicked on was being pronounced (sighs) by a robot slash bot. And Phil got very strangely (laughs) upset about that. She
0: said, "I was defending the robot." And I
1: maintain, I am convinced you are part robot. Convinced you are part AI. Something there's something there, and your reaction to that was confirmation.
0: Okay, that video was was very suspicious. It was not a robot. It was a very, it was a very seriously (sighs) spoken man. Who was pronouncing the word in a in a very clear and concise way, and Alicia thought he was a robot, <laughs> and I said, "There's no way that it that's a robot." Sound,
1: it really did sound like a robot,
0: and yeah, it was a pretty heated argument. And she told me I was defending robots, and i like, "One not of the scariest
1: things that I remember growing up is this show, the the robots that were in. I believe it was Battlestar Galactica, and they would like mm-hmm. come out and they'd have this red visor eyes, and now I'm worried you're gonna get your like." Robot tribe after me.
0: <laughs> well. I don't know. If I'm a robot, I'm a very convincing human, so I'm not going to let up my secret anytime soon. It
1: could have been like the first, uh, the first copy of whatever.
0: If I was a robot, I wouldn't sleep. What a waste of time sleeping How do I is- know you're
1: sleeping? If I'm asleep, I don't know. Maybe you just wait till I go sleep and then... <laughs> Then you go and plug yourself into the oh my that's god. why you always want to take the nightlight out of the bathroom because you it's need the too, plugs.
0: So you it's too charge. It's too bright. It makes way too much light. Don't try. Oh my god. Our oh, nightlight Our nightlight is so bright. It's in our How bathroom down the it? hall. And it creates so much light that it lights up our room. And so I have if to you're turn it off.
1: Exaggerating.
0: That's, it keeps me from sleeping that's
1: because the sensor in your robot eyes is so <laughs> sensitive
0: all right that's enough we're done you want to get short circuit <laughs> no, no that's enough for today oh my goodness all right well that was episode 11 uh if anybody wants to send your question or comment to partypooperpodcast at gmail.com check us out on instagram partypooperpodcast Um, no pressure on the wealth, simple thing, but if you are interested, set up a free account, check out the link in the show notes. We've got a bunch of other affiliate links on there just for random stuff you might like helps you. It helps us. Um, so that's it. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you soon.
1: Leap, loop, flop.
0: Oh boy. Oh boy.